It is the Everything is Marketing podcast. My name is Eric Hulker and hope you're having a wonderful Friday afternoon. As always, you can get a hold of me on Twitter, on Snapchat, or anywhere else at Polymath and Vine, P-O-L-Y-M-A-T-H-A-N-D-V-I-N-E, Polymath and Vine, or email, which is much easier, eric at mlive.com. Today, we are going to talk about some new Edison research about what people do in their cars and what you should be doing with Facebook Live this weekend. Marketers ruin everything. Welcome to the Everything is Marketing Podcast. What I don't want to do is to pretend this is show number one. What would the hero of your life's movie do right now? Do that. Do those things. What up, what up, what up? It is the Everything is Marketing podcast. My name is Eric Hulkren, Director of Marketing here at the MLive Media Group, and lots of fun stuff has been happening this week, talking about things happening in the Snapchat world, things happening in the digital world, and today we're going to talk a lot about video. But first, I want to shout out to those painting guys. They are a company on Snapchat that is doing something really interesting in the space. I've been telling you about geofilters and how you can use them as conquesting tools or branding tools, and these guys are outliers. They're doing some really, really cool stuff. They actually purchase geofilters filters on the houses that they paint. So while they're painting in a house, that house has its own geo filter. And if you're in the painting world, this is some interesting use of the space. I'm not saying Snapchat works for everybody and every brand in every case, but I am saying brands that are hacking a little bit and doing some interesting stuff in the space, like, I don't know, geo filters on the houses that they are painting are probably seeing some pretty cool brand recognition. These are the same guys, though, in West Michigan, where we are, um, that purchase billboards. And on those billboards, you want to know what they put? There was two billboards. One billboard had their phone number. The other billboard had their Snapchat username. So these guys clearly have a plan and uh, know where they want to grow. Speaking of growing, Facebook rolled out a brand new update to Facebook Live, the video streaming service that they have. You may not have the update because I actually don't have the update on my phone, but I've seen screenshots and I actually have seen the map, which you can see as well by going to live map on facebook.com on your desktop. What's actually going to happen though is if you open your app right now and you look down in the bottom part of it, in the middle where it has Messenger, that is going to be replaced very shortly with a play button that will allow you to search for people who are streaming live right right this very second. This is a huge important thing for you to pay attention to right now, especially if you're in any sort of publishing platform. If you're in radio, if you're in TV, if you're a brand that has any sort of video content, please listen for the next two or three minutes. By removing Messenger, you'll be able to get to it in uh, various sundry of ways, but they're going to remove it from its prime location so that it can live on its own so that on April 12th next week when they roll out all of the changes, they're going to talk to you about all the cool stuff that they're going to do in that space specific to advertisers. So pay attention to that. That's April 12th. That is uh, the Facebook symposium that will happen. We'll talk all about that next week. What this means to you, though, right this very second, they are beta testing this button on a number of mobile devices all across the planet. Yours may be one. It may not be one. It's irrelevant. What's relevant, though, is there are people that can search for live streams of video all across the country. And that means this weekend, if you start playing with this before they mention to the entire world that this is happening or roll out the update to everybody, you can take advantage of the brief white space that is existing right now. I had a friend on Tuesday when they rolled this out, immediately jumped on and started doing some uh, live chat about how to use Facebook Live. And by the end of it, and this is not normal for him at all, but by the end of it, he was up near 60,000 people viewing this stream. This 
This is a big play for streaming. It's a big play for Facebook. You have heard me say a million times how much I love the ability for the questions to live there, especially if you get in a situation where there are 60,000 people watching your stream. It's not possible to answer those questions in real time as they go along. But since they're all stored, you can go back and answer them. So for a publisher doing any sort of AMA, any sort of interview, or any sort of compelling video, this is a big deal. Why should you do it this weekend? Well, because people are inquisitive. They're curious. They're playing with it. So if you're streaming, as I spent a couple hours, and I think it was Gawker maybe wrote an article that was very similar to what I was doing kind of at the same time. Uh, I think the article was called, I spent six hours stalking people on Facebook Live. And essentially, that's what you can do. You open up a map, it shows you dots of everywhere that somebody is streaming, and you click on those streams, and you're automatically joining said stream. Many of them, many, many, many of them were terrible. Just people in their car doing random stuff that really wasn't compelling. So for a brand, a personal brand, a radio station, a radio personality, a television personality, a movie star, any sort of celebrity, there's a lot of space for you to play right this very second because there are a lot of people doing terrible video, which means the people that know how to do video or at least are putting out compelling content will have some big wins early on. You got to take advantage. I was saying this on Snapchat today. You have to take advantage of when the algorithms change or the platforms change and you have to do it quickly so that you're there first and you understand what the change is before everybody else even knows that there's a change. Most people, I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, you're obviously in a different segment of the universe than most people. But most people do not sit around and read about the updates of Facebook. They just open the app every day and new things happen around them that they interact with in one way, shape, or form. And if they open it up on Tuesday and see that the messenger icon has changed to a play button, you know what they're going to do? They're going to click on it. And are they going to find you? They are if you start scheduling out right now when you're going to broadcast. I had a friend ask me last night, like, hey, what do you think should be the strategy behind this? And there are a number of strategies that you can do on Facebook Live. One that I like in particular, though, is shifting your focus. This is not really a great play if you just go on and wait for questions to show up. It is a great play if you go on and appreciate it as the medium that I think it's intended to be, which is sort of like television. So you've got to go on with your own agenda and start talking about the thing that you want to talk about. Like my friend went on this week and was talking about how to use Facebook Live. He started the live chat doing that, and then the questions took him in a different direction. But he had an intent when he logged on. If you log on and are just waiting for people to ask questions and you are not famous or something along those lines that would prime people to ask questions, it's going to be very hard for you to get your legs underneath you, especially in video. If you go out though and you go, okay, this is just like the podcast I do. I'm going to do a 10-minute podcast in a video form. You're going to find that you have success much, much earlier on than somebody who goes on, turns it on and goes, all right, Facebook, I'm doing that live thing. And then they wait, right? Like that was a really uncomfortable silence. And that's what you're going to experience on Facebook Live if that is what you are doing. Go on with some intent. But I'm telling you, go on between now and Tuesday and start playing because you're going to want to be in there first. I'm not saying that you are new to Facebook Live. Facebook Live has been around for a little bit, but they've made a dramatic discovery shift in the platform that you need to take advantage of. So this week, this weekend, before they announce it at the Facebook Summit, jump in there and start playing around. 
Okay, Edison Research released another one of their killer studies. Now, this one was paid for by Pandora, or at least endorsed by Pandora. So the end of this study becomes an ad for Pandora, but you need to ignore that part. The data, however, is really, really interesting. And I would say shouldn't be super shocking, but what should be shocking, especially when you're talking about radio, terrestrial or otherwise, is the ways in which the consumer is now tuning out and the ways in which the consumption of audio in the car is solely and I mean solely dependent on the age of said car. A year ago when I was talking to an expert in the audio field, they were saying, or the car field, I should say, they were saying that the average car on the road is 12 years old. And if the average car on the road is 12 years old, that's likely why there is such huge consumption of terrestrial radio. Because if it's, your car is 12 years old, likely you don't have all of the bells and whistles that a car from 2017 has. And that's exactly what you see in this research. You see people that have cars from 2008 and older consume a ton of terrestrial radio. When you go 2012 and up, they consume a lot more connected car sort of things. They either connect their phone or their dashboard is connected and they're doing Pandora or Apple Music, the iHeartRadio app, podcasts, audiobooks, or anything that falls in that genre. So 2008 and below, terrestrial radio. 2012 and up, it's some sort of app, something connected. Here's the other thing that I thought was really, really interesting, is the studies show that the average consumer, if they're consuming, well, really any sort of radio, terrestrial or otherwise, they are changing the channel an average of 22 times when they're consuming media. 22 times they're changing, and they are most certainly changing as soon as commercials come on. In fact, 7 out of 10, 70% of the people that should be exposed to a radio commercial are not being exposed to them because they're tuning out, because they know now they've been trained that radio stop sets are 10 commercials long, if not longer. So they're tuning out to go find something else, which leads them to select... 22 different times in their commute and they average a commute about 87 minutes a day is somebody in the car listening to audio so 87 minutes a day they are changing the channel 22 times what does that mean for you well it means if you're on the radio that content is king Hmm, that sounds really familiar. That's because content is king everywhere. And content is especially king when they're thinking about changing the channel 22 times. Your stuff has to be awesome. The other thing that I found interesting is in the study, the most often things that they tune out for are commercials, as I said before, and songs they don't like. And 40% of the people that tune out immediately go to their phone and listen to the song that they actually wanted to listen to anyway. This is all about personalities, my friend. And I've said this, if you, you know, for people who have taken my class at Aquinas or seen me on YouTube or seen one of my talks, I have said this time and time again. If you think your game, radio, Pandora, or whatever, if you think your game is music, you are going to lose. Because the consumer is always going to be able to out-program you. The consumer is always going to pick something that you never saw coming because that's how they consume music. And the consumer does not and I repeat, does not value music as a commodity in the way that they did a long time ago. They view music as ubiquitous. They view music as something that is everywhere at every moment of every day, meaning they should be able to listen to whatever they want, whenever they want, anywhere, anytime, period, paragraph, end of statement. So if your game is to out music your competitor, you are going to lose. Your game has to be out content your competitor. Your podcast has to be the best podcast you can possibly put out because they are changing 22, 22 times 
in 87 minutes, 22 times. When they land on you, are they going to stay there? If it's a podcast, if it's an audio book, if it's satellite radio, if it's terrestrial radio, if it's an interview of some sort, are they going to stay on it? That's the game here. They're switching 22 times a commute. That means your stuff has to be absolutely positively a game i wrote a medium post today talking about um essentially the fifth minute which is one of my favorite things to talk about when you're talking about podcasting or talking about radio in general or even video for quite honestly uh, i had a coach that would tell me often that anybody can speak for four minutes anybody and be interesting it's that fifth minute that makes you special. And so when you look at this Edison research, and I'll put it in the show notes so you can read it, you see that that fifth minute, if you can do that fifth minute, you can kick some serious ass in the audio world. That's a podcast or radio or whatever. If you cannot hit that fifth minute consistently, you're going to struggle because you're not going to be able to keep them with music because they already know where to get their favorite song. It's on their phone. And as these cars, these older cars get off the road and newer cars get on the road, that game's going to become more and more complex and your content has to be better and better and better. All right. Check out the research. Have a wonderful weekend and get on Facebook Live. I promise you. This is probably the best piece of advice I've given throughout all 170 episodes of this podcast. Get on Facebook Live this weekend. Do not wait till Tuesday. Promise me you won't wait till Tuesday? Okay, I'll take your word on it. Have a great weekend. We'll talk next week. It is the everything. It's-